0: It sounds like Gibby might not be going anywhere after all. And could Corey Perry actually win his first Stanley Cup in 15 years? Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is really hot, folks. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, welcoming you to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. A reminder, this podcast is brought to you by Bet Online, which is where the game starts. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. All right. So we got a little bit to talk about today. Uh, First off, I want to apologize, didn't have a podcast yesterday. I just had very little voice. It got very smoky around here, and I was pretty much coughing up a lung. I'm going to leave all this in. Voice wasn't exactly 100% or even close to 50%, so we skipped out on yesterday's podcast. But, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. So we are back with the Wednesday podcast. And also, Juniors didn't end. The OHL series did not end on Tuesday. It, in fact, is going to end on Wednesday. So instead of juniors being on Wednesday, that'll be on the Thursday show. Today, we're going to talk about John Gibson and the Stanley Cup final. Let's start with with the Gibby talk. So as I mentioned on Monday's podcast, there were a couple of contradicting tweets. And the one that I take more stock in is the actual beat reporter, For the New Jersey Devils actually reaching out to John Gibson's agent who said, yeah, there's nothing related to me. Like nothing tells me that he wants out. Then the venerable Eric Stevens at Iceman Cometh, who does a fantastic job at The Athletic, he put out an article last night, which I'm very glad for. I'm glad that Eric Stevens was the one that got this scoop. And if I'm gonna be honest, if I trust anybody to have like the ultimate source on this, it, it's absolutely Eric Stevens. I mean, he's he's one of the best writers out there in the entire National Hockey League. He does a great job. So he talked a little bit about the Gibby <laughs> rumors in his article, where yeah, what does John Gibson want to do? Does he want to stay? Does he want to go? And the answer to that is no. No, Gibby doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to leave. So, he actually took back some of those reports. Like he actually went and said like no, those reports are not true. He's not open to trade. In fact, he was quoted as saying none of that is true. I mean, Gibson knows that the Ducks are in a rebuild, but he wants to actually stick around. And possibly be a part of this rebuild, but see where this team goes. And I love this quote from John Gibson a lot as far as, you know, whether the Ducks are going to approach him for a trade and whether he would actually think about it. So here's what he said if he was approached with some kind of trade. Quote, I think it's something I just have to sit down with Pat and kind of see if that's a route he wants to take. I have no idea what he's thinking or what anybody in management is thinking. I can only speak for myself and what I'm thinking and what I want. I can't control that side of it. I can just make it known what I'd like to do. I made it clear that I want to have success here, hopefully win and hopefully add to our team and make it better this summer. End quote. Gosh, I love that. This is definitely world's better than the supposed body language from John Gibson earlier this season. And, you know, he's talking the talk. Hopefully he can walk the walk. I actually had a long conversation last night with Taylor Blake Ward, who used to cover uh, the angels for locked on angels and used to dabble in hockey once in a while back in the day. So he still follows the ducks and the Kings because those are the two SoCal teams. And When we discussed this last night, even he said it would be very difficult to trade a franchise goaltender. Granted, Gibby hasn't had the best statistical seasons, but he is a franchise goaltender. He is one of the faces of your team. I personally have been more on the side of wanting to keep John Gibson. I've also been on the side of not wanting to push him too far. I would have loved to have seen Anthony Stolarz get more starts because you do not want to overuse John Gibson. Look at Gibby when he was fresh, when he was rested that first half of the season. That was amazing. That was the John Gibson I loved watching. He just got pushed to the brink. And there were multiple times where I said, let's give him a break. He was starting. Let's give him a break again. He was starting again. Whatever Dallas Eakins was doing as far as John Gibson's use, that's not going to fly. Anthony Stolarz should, keyword, should try to get about closer 25 to 30 starts next season. That's something that I hope to see for the Ducks next season. I don't know if they're actually going to do that. I mean, last season, Anthony Stolarz, he had a solid year. In fact, that was one of his better statistical seasons. He had a 917, or he had a 267 goals against, not his best. But it was still quite good. A 9.17 save percentage, also good. But he was the better of the two goalies. He started in 23 games last season. I would hope that Pat Verbeek and Dallas Eakins kind of sit down and think, yeah, we got to start Stoli a bit more. Hopefully he can hover around 30 starts next season. That way you can have a somewhat fresher John Gibson, the kind of John Gibson that we know can be capable of that. And even talking this morning on NHL Network, Elliot Friedman even remarked saying it would be difficult. Like, I don't see how the Ducks could trade him at the moment, which I kind of agree with. That's a massive contract to trade. I could see how things could be done. I could see that. But it, it's, it's going to be a tough ask to try to get rid of John Gibson, and I honestly don't think the Ducks wants to get rid of John Gibson. It was a really, really good conversation. It's probably not the right move at the time. It's probably not the right move because the Ducks still need faces of the team. They still need that face to bring fans into the seats. something that you really got to think about. You need those fans in the seats. You need that presence in goal. And John Gibson isn't an older goalie. I mean, he's still a younger goalie. Let me repeat that. John Gibson is 28 years old. He's not like 33, 34. He's still got some great years in him. And he has that massive contract. Gibby can still be an elite goaltender if he is used properly and if he has at least some semblance of a defense in front of him. So that's addressing the Gibby rumors one final time. I'm sure this is not the last time we'll be talking about Gibby during this offseason, but that's how it goes sometimes. All right, we'll be back after the first intermission, but first let's talk about Rock Auto, which has all the parts your car will ever need. It has amazing selection, reliably low prices, And why pay full price when you could pay half or even less than half of that? I mean, think about it. You go to one of those big box stores, there's no guarantee that they have those parts at the ready. They might have to order them. And Rock Auto, you can just order them and have them shipped right to your door for a lesser price. Rock Auto has been family owned and operated for over two decades. So once again, head over to Rock Auto right now, and in the How Did You Hear About Us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Coming up after the first intermission, we are going to talk about the Stanley Cup Final and some former Ducks that are in it. We'll get to that on the other side. (music) Welcome back to episode number 550 of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Oh gosh, I can't believe I've done 550 of these, not including these specials, not including the bonus episodes. Once again, I, I feel privileged to get to talk about this team for as many times as I have. And I want to thank you all for continuing to listen. I appreciate you guys. You guys are all awesome. So let's talk about the Stanley Cup final. I mean, yeah, Ducks fans should be very excited about this because, hey, guess what? Two former Ducks are going to have their names engraved on the Stanley Cup this season. Hey, that's cool, right? We'll talk about the Ducks-specific part in a little bit. Let's talk about the series in whole, the series in general, because the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're going for their third consecutive Stanley Cup. Colorado. They're a team that has been dominant. They nearly won the President's Trophy this season. And I have (laughs) just a weird feeling. If they had actually won the President's Trophy this season, they would have found some way to blow it in the second round again because that's what Colorado has done the prior two seasons. Recent history dictated, yeah, Colorado is going to find some way to blow this. That's been what what was said, that they're going to blow it at some point, right? They're still a year away, right? They're going to, bl- yeah, no. Get that whole narrative out of here. Colorado has a stacked team. They're stacked. And frankly, I think this could be a battle of a series. This could be a huge battle. I mean, look at this Colorado roster. They made a couple of key additions this season. I mean, and one big addition during the trade deadline. And you know where I'm going with this. Manson has been just a another threat on the blue line for the Colorado Avs. And the fact that he doesn't have to be the main guy on the blue line for the Avs, it takes pressure off of him, and he could be able to play his game, his style. And that has that's been great for him. And he's grown accustomed to the system. Jared Bednar has done a terrific job with the roster that he's assembled over the past couple seasons. And, you know, you look at the big stars, you know, Kale McCarr, that was a great draft choice by the Avs. I still can't believe that he wasn't number one or actually number two on that draft because number one, I could understand, but I thought he could have gone number two in that draft and he didn't. And he fell to the Colorado Avs. Okay, great for Colorado. They pick up a stud of a player in Kale McCarr who is right now the favorite, yeah, he's the favorite to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. He's young. And I remember that draft thinking, okay, Nico Herscher, that was an obvious number one pick. That's whatever. Number two going Nolan Patrick, i like, well, well, maybe at the time I thought that was an okay selection. Miro Hiskinen, that was a decent pick for Dallas. And then Kale drops to Colorado. That changed everything. And so far in these playoffs, I would say he's been one of the best players in the playoffs this season. Of course, Connor McDavid, I think, has been the best player in the playoffs, but he's not in the final, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) The Conn Smythe always goes to the best player in the playoffs, and ever since they've awarded that trophy, it has gone to a player that's playing in the Stanley Cup final that that season. (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah, no, There, I joked about it. Yeah, there's no way McDavid's going to win the Conn Smythe. Kel McCarr has 22 points in only, in only 14 games. Colorado has been a juggernaut these playoffs. They have chopped down teams left and right. They almost look unbeatable. Almost. But they haven't faced a goalie with the caliber of Andre Vasilevsky who has been just a joy to watch and he likes getting those shutouts and closeout games. I mean, look at the closeout games that he's had the last three seasons. He's been nearly unstoppable, multiple shutouts. He has been the savior for the Tampa Bay lightning this season in a team where you look at Kucherov being terrific. Stamkos has been good. Corey Perry. He's been terrific during these playoffs. He had five goals the first two rounds. You're telling me that Corey Perry wasn't a big part of that roster? Yeah, he absolutely was. A great addition to the Lightning and has been somewhat of a pest to opponents these three rounds. So I look at this series and I go, this could be one of the better Stanley Cup matchups we've had in a while. Last season, Montreal was a lower seed. They weren't expected to go far. Toronto was supposed to crush them in the first round, that didn't happen. As soon as Montreal got to the final, they were just gassed. They were out of it. It was not a contest. The bubble season. Dallas was a fine team, but that felt like Tampa Bay's to win and win easily. Even going back to, I would say the last pretty good Stanley Cup final was Vegas versus Washington. That was, that was a fun one to watch. And some of the best action, both offensively and from a goaltending standpoint, that we've had in a while. That was Braden Holtby probably at his peak. That was Marc-Andre Fleury probably at close to his peak. He had just passed his peak, but that was a terrific series with great offensive teams. Ovechkin doing what he does. That was a fun one. I think this one could top that. I truly believe this could be a high-scoring series for a couple of these games But it'll all come down to the goaltending. And the Avs goaltending is not 100%. There has been injuries to Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper had been out for most of the last round. Pavel Francis has been solid, but he's no Darcy Kemper. But neither of them are Andre Vasilevsky. And in a series where defense could ultimately... Yes, I'm saying this. Where defense could ultimately decide the latter games... This could be close. This could be very close. I'm excited to see how this one goes. All right. I will give my prediction and we'll talk about a couple specific players coming up after the second intermission. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And folks, I'm not going to be drawing the bush here. The cup finals are on Bet Online. You have all the hockey there. And as of right now, the Colorado Avalanche are the favorite to win game one of this series. In fact, there's some weird prop bets on here too. And I like some of these prop bets. There's over five and a half goals. I might take the over on that and BetOnline agrees with me. Over five and a half goals. They even have over seven and a half goals. Over six and a half. You know what? Maybe take the over on six and a half. Why not, right? So there's a plethora of prop bets on there. And there's of course who's going to win the final. What is the favorite on that? Still the favorite is the Avalanche winning in five. That is still the favorite in this series. And as far as the lightning, they've they've got to overcome a lot to win this series. And that is according to the sportsbook experts. So, if you think you can possibly predict how many games this will go and who's going to win, and if you think you can make a good profit on this, head over to Bet Online right now using your mobile device or on your laptop. Once again, Bet Online has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts, and it's the exclusive online sportsbook of the locked on. Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm J.D. Hernandez, and let's talk about the Ducks that are in the Stanley Cup, rather the former Ducks that are in the Stanley Cup Final. Two on each side, and we'll begin with the two that's going to garner the most attention, and that is Corey Perry and Pat Maroon. It's been a while. Even there are even some people that forget that Pat Maroon was a duck. He started out with the ducks. Sad to say, there are people that forget that Corey Perry was a duck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I gotta I gotta get up to Annie OD, who has a terrific Twitter. Annie pointed out today that. Yeah. Can you believe there are people out there that forget that Corey Perry was a Duck? Yeah. I I, I can't believe it. It has been three years. Granted, that seems like an eternity for some hockey fans. But hey, Corey Perry was a part of this team for over a decade. And he had some amazing moments. He won a cup with the Ducks. He won a Stanley Cup 15 years ago. In fact, if Corey Perry wins a Stanley Cup this season... He would be the player with the longest span in between winning Stanley Cups. No player in NHL history has gone 15 years between winning Stanley Cups. Now, he's no Ray Bork, who after two decades won his first one. Corey Perry does at least have one in his case. He's got a ring. But, man, can you imagine... Going 15 years and going multiple cup trips and not getting to touch the Stanley Cup and lift Lord Stanley's Cup again. I I can't imagine that. Corey Perry has gone through it. In fact, he's one of few players that has made it to three consecutive cup appearances. He's lost in two straights in two different teams. Dallas two years ago. Montreal last season. Tampa this season. Could Corey Perry finally get that elusive cup that he's been going after for a while? Or will he be one of a small handful of players that have lost three consecutive Stanley Cups? In fact, he would be a trivia question because no player has lost three consecutive Stanley Cups with three different teams. This is already in Marion Hosa territory. <laughs> I don't think he wants to enter that. I really don't think so. And Marion Hosa was a fantastic player in his own right. One of the best players in recent memory. So, yeah, let's see if Perry can, you know, get rid of the hexes that have been against him the past two seasons. Then there's the other former Duck who can even one-up Corey Perry. Paris has been in three consecutive cup final. Okay, Pat Maroon's got you beat. Pat Maroon is now in his fourth consecutive cup final. He's won three in a row. He's got a personal streak of 15 consecutive series, playoff series won, 15 in a row, dating back to the St. Louis Blues in 2019. He won in 2019 with the Blues, 2020 and 2021 with the Lightning. He could win his fourth consecutive Stanley Cup. In the last 35 years, no player has won four Cups in a row. You got to go back to before I was born. Got to go back to the New York Islanders of the early 80s. 80, 81, 82, 83. That was the last time that any player has won four consecutive Stanley Cups. So just between those two players, there's going to be some kind of history made. Some kind of history made. We don't know what it's going to be. And I am fascinated to see what happens in these plays. I think just between the Pat Maroon and the Corey Perry storylines alone, that that is great TV right there. That is great advertising. You could not script this. I mean, you could script this. Eh, but, yeah, it, it's going to be fascinating to see which story comes out on top. Then you have the other side of things in Colorado. Andrew Cogliano, who was a big piece of the Ducks roster back during those division-winning seasons. And same with Josh Manson. Let's talk about Cogs first. Because Cogliano left to play in San Jose. He was a shark. Uh, I know that that's hard to stomach that Cogs was a shark. But then you have a more beloved player in Josh Manson. And I could see a lot of Ducks fans that were happy to see him get a shot and just thrilled to see him celebrating and going, yeah, yeah, when he was mic'd up, when he got the overtime game-winning goal. Just that look of pure, unadulterated joy from Manson. And I think a lot of fans would love to see him get his first cup. I mean, you talk about players that have won it before. Manson has never been in the cup final. He has an opportunity to get his first. His first. Now, far be it for me to say, yeah, he deserves it. He's gone through it almost a decade with the Ducks. He's had some heartache. Yes, all of that is true. But then you talk about Corey Perry 15 years, like that's that's a different beast. But to see Cogs and Manson, if they get there first... I would not be disappointed. In fact, this is the Stanley Cup final that I wanted. I wanted this Stanley Cup final, not just for the content because former Ducks, but also for the content of you have this guy that has worked his ass off. He has worked hard the last few seasons and for him to get to this point and for him to kind of take it all in, he's appreciative of just having the chance to win the cup final. If he actually pulls this off, I'd be thrilled for him. So let's see how this series goes. Oh, by the way, got to make my prediction. Well, first off, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Sarah Vampato here because her and I have done our cup predictions the past two seasons, and she is predicting the Colorado Avalanche to win this one, and she has them in six. I'm going to be contrarian here. I mean, I had a dream. I had a dream 10 months ago. That Tampa Bay was going to make this Stanley Cup Final and I had a dream that Corey Perry was going to be part of it and maybe this is just a long standing premonition maybe I manifested this but I have to stick with my guns here now I did predict Tampa Bay versus Edmonton in the final and that almost happened Tampa Edmonton not happening Tampa's in it Braden Point is back Yes, reports indicated this morning that Braden Point is going to be back in this series. He's a big part of that franchise. He makes that team go. If he's back and if he's healthy, watch out Colorado. So I'm hoping this happens just for it to go to seven games. But I'm going to predict that Tampa Bay is going to win it in seven. In seven games. And this could be a very... Very close series. It doesn't matter to me who wins this because it's a good story either way. But I'll officially predict that Tampa Bay is going to three-peat. And if they do three-peat, are they a dynasty? I would say yes, especially in the flat cap era. Yeah, I would consider the Lightning a dynasty team. All right, there you go. Those are my predictions. That's all for today. Stanley Cup Finals begin tonight. I encourage all of you to watch it. All games will be on ABC. This is going to be fun. Let's do this. All right, tomorrow we're going to have a juniors update on the OHL Final. We're going to talk about Mason McTavish a lot on tomorrow's podcast. And we'll see if it's going to be the Windsor Spitfires or the Hamilton Bulldogs. I'm pulling for Hamilton, baby. Once again, thank you all for listening. This podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others. I am on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Don't forget to make Locked on NHL your second listen of the day. Jess Balmasto and Sarah Avampato, Got you covered with Western Conference Wednesdays. And quick shout out, AHL. We have the Chicago Wolves in the Calder Cup Final. Sarah, have fun covering that series. All right, once again, thank you all so much for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the afternoon. Enjoy the Stanley Cup final. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together.